It's the SWM Seeks Podcast. I'm Drew Shell, the straight white man seeking knowledge, and these are some of the things that are running through my head as I'm talking with myself. Uh, it is time once again for some Monday musings, and this is uh, now my third attempt at doing it because I keep running into technical difficulties. Uh, the first one was when I tried to record this morning while outside with Francesca, and I was walking around, and I was losing my breath by walking around and trying to talk. And I also found that the wind, that was the real problem. The wind was just coming through on the on the mic so heavily, uh, despite using a, a mic that was uh, going to uh, reduce the noise as much as I thought possible. There's just too much wind going on, and it really ruined the sound quality. And I'm not really uh, that much of an audiophile where I worry that much about sound quality, but this was actually uh, unlistenable. So, here we go again, and uh, I've already tripped up uh, trying to do this this third third take, and uh, I'm tripping up right now, but I'm going to keep at it. I had an online meeting with a few other trauma recovery coaches this morning. It was really great, and it uh, reminds me that I want to once again mention my own coaching business. Uh, you can go to my website, Coach Drew Sheldon, at uh, no, not Coach Drew Sheldon anything. I'm going to leave that in. I'm not going to edit it out. CoachDrewSheldon.com. www.coachdrewsheldon.com. Uh, you can check out things there. I just updated uh, a little bit today. Um, uh, one big thing to note is I am now offering a free half-hour initial consultation. You can sign up uh, right there on the website. It's totally free. Um there will be no coaching, but we will just talk for about a half hour about, uh, you know, just kind of getting to know each other a little bit and see if you feel comfortable and want to continue with that. Or perhaps I can uh, learn some things about you that will help me uh, refer you to somebody else because there are a number of trauma recovery coaches out there and we're working more and more on making sure we uh, know each other, what our strengths and weaknesses are and uh, what kind of uh, clients we best work with. Uh, for me, like I've said before, uh, I'm a man, I'm a combat veteran uh, who has dealt with lifelong traumas from childhood abuse all the way through adulthood, including military service and, and uh, two combat tours. So I definitely like working with men like myself uh, who have relationship issues, um, particularly uh, considering uh, their both their uh, childhood experiences and, and the military experiences, plus working through some of that... Uh, some of the stuff we deal with as, as combat veterans. I also really enjoy working with women um, because I did grow up with a single mother and uh, I was the only male in my household for much of my upbringing. So I think I have a strong natural rapport with women and uh, I, I really like to uh, help women feel safe in, in, a, in a relationship. Uh, this again, I should mention, it will not be any kind of romantic relationship. I am very happily married. Uh, plus, we'll be meeting online, so there's no need to worry about any kind of uh, untoward physical interactions. I do understand if this is a little scary for you. Uh, you're certainly not uh, compelled to work with a man, but I have met a number of women who do want to develop a, a safe, uh, supportive relationship with a man, so that's something I, I like to offer as well. But I guess I'm going to get now into my notes. I've only got a couple, like I said. Uh, like I've said before, I kind of tune out on the news, and I've, I've tried looking here and there, and uh, most of it's the same thing I've, I've, I talked about last week. Uh, so I'm going to kind of focus on a couple headlines I saw, and uh, well, actually, in a couple of uh, older news stories uh, that kind of rattled around in my head after this one headline I saw. Uh, and I can't tell you much about the story anymore because that 
didn't, of course, uh, match the headline nearly as well as, as you'd expect or as I would expect. Uh, but the headline really stood out to me, and I can't remember it exactly, but it made mention of something about uh, a Playboy Cub... Pay, uh, excuse me, I am messing this all up, but I'm not going to edit it. A Playboy Club reopening, I believe, in New York City in the wake of the Me Too movement, um, which to me... Uh, just seemed curious to me because uh, I think that really misses what Me Too and Time's Up is all about. It's not about telling women how they should dress. In fact, it's the quite opposite of that. Uh, at the same time, um, I've known a couple of strippers in my day, and I, I really hope I could get to have one on my podcast someday because I'm sure they'll explain some of this much better than I can. But uh, I find uh, the, to, to uh, kind of conflate Me Too with uh, Playboy Club and that being a wrong thing, uh, if a woman chooses to wear a Playboy bunny outfit, that's perfectly up to her. That is not inviting anyone to touch her uh, without her consent. So, interesting to me. But uh, And that really made me think a lot about um, some things I've been seeing in the news, but also some things I do in my, my uh, day job, where I deal a lot with uh, people taking accountability, and it's something I've learned to do myself, because I haven't always uh, acted the best with women. Uh, at times, I've given hugs that weren't wanted. That's that's the big thing for me. Uh, because as a man, uh, when I was growing up, we were typically taught to just go for what we wanted. And that kind of, to me, bled over into into things like that seemed very innocent, like hugging. And uh, there's been a few times I've given hugs to women who didn't want them. I, it even happens with my wife from time to time, uh, where there's sort of an assumption that uh, we sh I should just hug her whenever I feel like it. But there's times when she's told me, I don't feel like being touched right now. And I respect that, and uh, and that's an important thing for us all to remember. Like, uh, no matter what the situation, people are still kind of in control of their own bodies, their own selves, and we should respect people's boundaries. And, uh, like, for me, for instance, when we have failed in that, and I have, uh, we need to take accountability. We need to own up to the bad things we've done. Um, so, on the subject of accountability, uh, there's a couple... Uh, like I said, I think I'm going to kind of go in reverse order of of uh, stories that are kind of out of the uh, out of the view right now, but uh, still kind of stuck out to me. The first is Serena Williams. Um, I think uh, I I, th I definitely agree that uh, some of the penalty she faces was rather harsh, and, uh, and especially considering in the in the, in context to how many other men have acted similarly and not been nearly as severely punished. However, I think we're also losing sight of the fact that she did act very poorly. She was quite abusive to uh, the umpire and uh, shouldn't have acted that way. So while I, I do agree that uh, perhaps her punishment was, was excessive, we have to uh, uh, view these two topics as two separate topics. Um, we didn't, uh, we didn't, I don't think we held, uh, John McEnroe or, or people like him to account very well, um, when he was being abusive to, to officials at the same time, um, Serena, you know, uh, I don't, I, and it's hard for me to even say how severe she should be punished, but we can't, uh, we can't say, well, we didn't punish it before, so we shouldn't punish it now. We should recognize that this behavior, it's not okay, and, and hold her to account to that. Um, and also recognize how we failed in uh, holding others to account in the past. And I'll get to more of that in a minute, but I also want to bring up uh, Asia Argento, uh, who was accused by a young man of 
of having a sexual relationship with him uh, some years ago when he was 17 years old, and that is illegal in California where it happened. Uh, it seems the best case scenario from the available evidence was that uh, he was a very willing participant in the relationship, which again is still illegal. However, her denial is troublesome to me because that again is uh, trying to avoid taking accountability. Also, uh, Harvey Weinstein's lawyer apparently uh, spoke out saying that this shows that uh, she's lying about what Harvey did to her. I don't think that's the case at all. And I think that's something we struggle with, the fact that two people can both be guilty. We want, uh, we want our victims to be perfect. We want them to be uh, 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 pristine little angels, and that's often not the case. And so when someone does uh, prove to be um, not the perfect angel as a victim, we tend to struggle with that. Uh, so it's again, it's a reminder to us that we need to realize that victims can be predators as well, and we should not excuse anybody's actions. Like for myself, for instance, uh, I was abused as a child, but uh, it should not excuse me from uh, from taking account for the times when I've when I've given a hug to a woman who didn't want it in that moment. So again, uh, I think we need to be careful not to excessively punish people, but at the same time, we do need to hold people to account, uh, ourselves included. And that also uh, kind of reminds me of an issue from the 2016 election, and I'm not trying to get political here, but. Uh, uh, one of the uh, answers Donald Trump had to his own accusations of, of sexual misconduct was to say, what about Bill? Well, for one thing, uh, to, to try and distract and accuse uh, other people of misconduct is a typical tactic in, in uh, avoiding accountability. At the same time, that brings up a good point. What about Bill? And uh, recently I've been catching up on the second season of Slow Burn podcast, which has uh, focused on the... Uh, on uh, Bill Clinton's uh, relationship, if you will, with Monica Lewinsky. And uh, I do remember those times. I'm 44 years old, and I, I remember the uh, 90s very well. And uh, I remember uh, hearing about the Lewinsky scandal and uh, wanting it to not be true and uh, really minimizing it myself. And uh, that's, again, a time for me to take accountability and, and recognize what I did wrong there because it was a bad thing. It was a wrong thing. It was a very, uh, it was a strange power dynamic. Uh, he should have never been, been involved in that relationship. And also he lied about it, which is, is problematic. And we need to recognize, uh, when we have failed in this regard, just like I have, I failed to hold Bill Clinton to account back in the nineties, both with Monica Lewinsky, as well as Paula Jones and Jennifer Flowers, everyone else who, uh, accused him of, of wrongdoing. Uh, we kind of uh, looked the other way for a predator, and we were very enabling. And that's a hard thing to recognize, but it is something we do need to recognize in order for us to do better in the future. Uh, that doesn't excuse people uh, afterwards, and it certainly doesn't excuse us for our prior wrongdoing. That being said, uh, what kind of consequences do we need to face for that? I don't think we need to commit uh, widespread suicide for our own uh, shortcomings uh, during the 90s but at the same time we do need to own up to the fact that we screwed up and we really uh, we really hurt some people along the way still we can do better and we should do better and I hope we do do better so if you want to do better uh, in life 
again, I, I would encourage you to go to my website, CoachDrewSheldon.com, and uh, let me help you do better or help you point in the direction of someone who can help you do better. Again, this is not therapy. Uh, we're not going to treat mental illness. We are just trying to help you go from survivor to thriver. Uh, I'm sorry for plugging myself that way. I'm not even uh, all that concerned with you uh, engaging in my services. It's just as long as if you are a trauma survivor, and I know there's a lot of you out there, I do uh, want you to get better and, and to thrive in life. And uh, so if that means I can point you in the direction of somebody else, that's fantastic. Um, and if you contact me, I'll, I'll give you a break on, on my hourly rate. Um, but please do check out the website. Uh, you can see some pictures of my animals. Uh, they are all really cute. And, uh, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just kind of rambling at this point, And I don't even know why I should uh, really work on that. But anyway, that's me for this week. Those are my Monday musings. I'm going to wrap this up now because I have run out of notes. I've got a couple of little things, but uh, they don't seem relevant at this point. So please do be my guest. Uh, go to the website. Drop me a line. I gave you the email addresses earlier. I'll give them to you once more. The coaching address, which you can also do to sign up for a uh, podcast guest spot, is CoachDrewSheldon at gmail.com. Or if you just want to sign up to be a podcast guest, uh, you can do that at, at my coaching address site or at uh, podcast at gmail.com. Please, please do drop me a line. I would love to talk to you. I'm an eternally curious person. Check out the uh, archived episodes to see what it's like to be a guest on the podcast. Uh, and please, please uh, let me hear from you soon. Until next time, I am Drew Sheldon, a straight white man seeking knowledge. And these are some of the things that are running through my head as I'm talking with myself. <laughs>